Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Shall we give the Lord a hand of praise tonight? Hallelujah. I greet the saints in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's once again a privilege to come in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Without wasting more time, let's just turn together in the book. Of Isaiah 55. Thank you, brethren. <clears throat> Isaiah 55, let's read verse 10 and 11. What an inspired song. Hallelujah. Whatever storms you are going through, there is power somewhere to calm your storms. We have a power that can stop the rains and make the sun to shine one more time. And I believe we are ready that the sun can shine again in our lives. Hallelujah. Verse 10. And then as the custom of the church, we will read it together. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow fall, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads for a prayer. Our dear, loving, heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you once again this evening for your kindness. Lord, we thank you for who you are in our lives, O Lord. Thank you, Father, for being faithful. You are such a faithful God. Father, thank you for the promises you've given us. Today, we stand as witnesses that we've never seen you fail, O God. We've come this evening to the table of life one more time. We're asking you that, Lord, may you come and be part of this service, Lord. 
come and be the speaker and come and be the hearer, O Lord. Let it be that after this service we can look back and say, surely the Lord has been with us and he has spoken to us, O Father. We commit our heart's desires, we commit the service in your capable hands, praying and believing in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And the saints shall be seated. Hallelujah. I would like to greet the saints one more time in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And I would like to appreciate the pastor one more time for the opportunity granted us just to come and share the word of the Lord with the saints. Hallelujah. We know there is nothing new we can bring to the saints of God. Everything that is has already been declared by the prophet of the hour. Hallelujah. So it makes no room for, for one to be rallied around. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. All right, I would like us to... The last time that we spoke together, we spoke about our ministry. Hallelujah. How many remember? We spoke about our ministry. Hallelujah. And then what we looked for, an inspiration, what we looked for, we were looking at the mandate that we are given. Hallelujah. And then we established that uh, Paul was talking to Akipas that take it to the ministry that you are given. Hallelujah. So that you may fulfill it. And then we established that we are given a, a, a ministry which doesn't belong to us, it originates from somewhere else. And it's only by grace and grace alone that we faint not in this journey. Hallelujah. So tonight I wanted us to continue on our ministry, looking it from another direction. Hallelujah. We'll continue a title for tonight. We'll say our ministry. And for an inspiration, we'll say introduction to spiritual algorithms. Hallelujah. And then we'll just expound on it. And then we believe that at the end of the service, the Lord will be so gracious to us. Hallelujah. We read a portion of scripture in Isaiah 55, where God is saying, like rain, whenever it rains, rain doesn't return back without accomplishing something. Hallelujah. He says, so shall my word be that proceeded out of my mouth. It shall never return to me void, but it will prosper in the thing that I intended it. Hallelujah. So we understand that we don't serve a haphazard God. Our God doesn't do things for the sake of doing. Everything that God does, it has a purpose. Hallelujah. Everything that God does, it has a specific purpose. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And since we are not serving a haphazard God, he, he doesn't do things for the sake of doing. Hallelujah. Now, we learn in Isaiah 55 that even when God speaks, he doesn't just speak for the sake of speaking. Hallelujah. When he speaks, 
There is a heart desire within the heart of God. Hallelujah. There is something happening in the heart of God that prompts him to speak. Hallelujah. And whenever he speaks, his word doesn't return back to him without accomplishing that which he sent the word to. Hallelujah. Hebrews 13.8 tells us that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the saints will bear with me because, okay, as I want to close this, uh, this thought of our ministry, there's some quotations that we read previously that we'll read again today. The scriptures that we read previously that we'll read again today. Hallelujah. Hebrews 13.8 tells us that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Meaning, if you want to understand the move of God today, you must have seen him in operation sometime in the past. Hallelujah. And to understand the move of God, you must understand where he comes from. Hallelujah. So we said for an inspiration today, we'll speak about about introduction to spiritual algorithms. What are algorithms? I want us to explain what algorithms are. It is defined as a process or a set of rules to be followed in calculations or other problem-solving operations, especially in computers. Hallelujah. And then I'll give you a few examples. Examples make life easier. Hallelujah. So an algorithm, we understand it as a process, as a problem-solving process. Hallelujah. So how many of us have cell phones tonight? How many of us have cell phones tonight? Yes. All right. As you press anything on your cell phone, there is something that you expect. As a user, you have an expected result. Be it maybe to switch on your cell phone. Hallelujah. Whatever you press, you just press it from the outside part of it. And within, there is an unseen process that you are not part of it. And then it doesn't matter how deep you understand the process. Hallelujah. Yours to do as a user is just to punch in whatever you want to punch in. Hallelujah. And it will give you an expected result. Let's say you are switching it on. You just press that button. And within itself, there's a process. There's an algorithm. Hallelujah. That will process everything, that which you are not part of it. And then you will see your screen coming on. Hallelujah. And then how many drivers do we have in the house? Hallelujah. Many of the drivers that we have, if I can give you an exam now and ask you what is happening in the gear box when you put gear one, most of you are going to fail. Just few, maybe Brother Borero and others will understand. Hallelujah. But a lot of us are going to fail. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If I can come and ask you what is happening within the gear box, how, how the guests are synchronized, hallelujah, that whenever you select 
a reverse gear, it will go backwards. There is another process within the gearbox, which you are not part of it. Hallelujah. What you do as an operator, you just select whatever you want. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how deep you are within the gearbox field. And it doesn't matter how shallow you are. Hallelujah. Yours is just to select. If it's an automatic, you will select a D for drive and you will come to it bank. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'll move forward to my last example. Examples make life easy. Making a cup of tea. We are going somewhere. Stay with me. When you're making a cup of tea, what you want to be doing that morning or that evening is to boil some water. Is that right? Mm. But, all right. We are told that water consists of two particles. Mm. Two particles of hydrogen and one particle of oxygen. Hallelujah. Mm. But you boiling a cup of tea, it doesn't need you to be that smart. Hallelujah. And then how electricity comes from wherever it's being propelled through some step-down transformers and some step-up transformers, it's another process that you are not part of. And you might even fail that process if you were asked. Until it comes through the wall of your house, through the kettle, and until it boils that kettle. Hallelujah. Some of us don't even know the boiling point of water. Hallelujah. And for all we care, we just want a hot cup of water. Hallelujah. So there is a process that we are not part of. Hallelujah. That as a user, you have an expected result. Hallelujah. There is something that you do with an expectation. And there is an algorithm somewhere that will take care of everything. Are we together? Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I will also explain my title. Hallelujah. Normally when we say introductory courses, when we say introduction to IT, we are not going to make a specialist out of you. Hallelujah. We, We are just showing you where the mouse is, where the screen, how, and don't switch it on and off on the wall. Hallelujah. We're giving you basics. Hallelujah. That is why I'm not saying understanding spiritual algorithms. You don't need to understand it. Hallelujah. Yours is just to believe it. It is programmed already. You as a user, you just do what you need to. Hallelujah. With an expectation in your heart. A process is there already. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And remember that it's a problem-solving process. Hallelujah. Spiritual algorithms. Now, okay, when we go back to the beginning, hallelujah, we are told that God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Period. Period. 
And the reason why Brother Brenham says period, he's bringing something interesting. He's saying that when God spoke things into existence, things didn't happen immediately. Hallelujah. It took time. Hallelujah. So God spoke the word, and God had to believe his own word. Hallelujah. If he doubted his own word, everything that was created would have not been around. Hallelujah. So now, Brother Brenham says, let us travel a hundred million years back. And another hundred years back. And a hundred, another hundred million years back. What do we get? We get nothing. Hallelujah. But we get that great fountain of spirit. Hallelujah. S-L Ella Elohim. The self-existing one. Hallelujah. These were the times where God was not God as yet. I can't even decode it as the times because there was no time as yet. Hallelujah. But he filled all time and eternity. The self-existing one. Hallelujah. And within himself, he was locked up with attributes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then he started creating and then what he created, he created, Brother Brenham says, out of him comes a little halo, yes, which the Bible scholars call it Elohim. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Uh, then he goes into his higher form of creation where he creates the angels. And then when they start worshiping him, he becomes God. Yes, Hallelujah. Uh, And then he says now, when he said, let us make men, I see him creating something that looked like a little white cloud. That was the spirit of a man. That was man. Hallelujah. The man that was created in the image of God is the man of Genesis 1. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then in Genesis chapter 2, we see God organizing now from the dust of the earth putting elements together, composing hands like the one of a chimpanzee. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. And a feet like a polar bear. Hallelujah. And then now it's just an image standing there lifeless. Mm. Hallelujah. If I was to steal an IT language, Mm. if this man was a a hardware, a computer, Mm. now we see God installing a software, a Genesis 1 software in the, in the Genesis 2 hardware. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And when God installs that software in the Genesis 2 hardware, man becomes a living soul. Hallelujah. Now man could till the ground because in a spirit form, man didn't have contact with his earthly home. Hallelujah. So we understand that the image of God is incomplete without dominion. You can't be in the image of God without dominion. Hallelujah. And we are taught many times that what we lost in the Garden of Eden was dominion. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because you can't be separated with God and still have dominion. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we see God as the first believer. Sometimes we think Adam was the first believer. The first believer was God himself. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
So now, man was created in the image of God. And he was made a lesser God. So meaning that all the characteristics that God is, we can trace them back in the lesser God. Hallelujah. Because when a donkey gives birth, it gives birth to a baby donkey. Hallelujah. When a dog gives birth, it gives birth to baby dogs. Hallelujah. And when it barks, the baby dogs will bark as well. Hallelujah. So by identification, we can see in you that part that is from God. Hallelujah. When we look at you, we can, we can trace you back to God himself. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we saw him creating things with the power of a spoken word. And then as the amateur gods, as the lesser gods, hallelujah, we are also expected to arrange things by the power of the spoken word. Hallelujah. So what you want, you speak it into existence. Hallelujah. There is an algorithm somewhere that will put elements together to bring your word to pass. Hallelujah. Like God says, my word shall never return to me void. Hallelujah. When I look at the lesser gods, whenever they speak also, hallelujah, their word shall never return to them void. But when we look in the heart of the believer tonight, when we find a heart desire that prompts them to speak, hallelujah, their word will never return to them until that heart's desire is fulfilled. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So in the silence, while God believed his own word, he was designing algorithms for you and me. Hallelujah. That today, you just have to speak the word. And I like how one pastor puts it. He says the how part is for office use only. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So now, this this is um, a quotation that I like so much. Brother Brenham says, everything in the natural types the spiritual regardless. Everything in the natural types the spiritual regardless. We'll see what it means. Hallelujah. John 14, 20. We, we, can, we can turn there quickly. You can make some notes, you'll read it at home, just to save some time. John fourteen twenty. all right. He says, at that day ye shall know that. Hallelujah. How we look at John fourteen twenty? there's three parts of John fourteen twenty. Hallelujah. Part one, at that day ye shall know that. One, I am in the Father. Hallelujah. That was the dispensation past already. When God was the father, hallelujah, over the children of Israel, Jesus was not manifested as yet. Hallelujah. Meaning that God was not yet tabernacled 
in a body of flesh. Yes. Hallelujah. That is that part of it. Mm. Hallelujah. You shall know that part one. I am in the Father. Part two. Ye in me. When he came, hallelujah, as Emmanuel, God with us, we were still locked up in him. Yes. Hallelujah. But I like the third part of, the, of John 14, 20. And the reason I like it so much is because it's the hour we are living in now. Hallelujah. Part three. And I in you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we are living in the time where God is operating in, in his subjects. Hallelujah. In the bride or the members of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So we established some time back that due to lack of knowledge, sometimes we wish we could have lived in the time past. Hallelujah. Sometimes we wish that we could have lived while Jesus was roaming the streets of Galilee. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But we understand that all prophets wanted to live in our day because this is the day of John 14, 20. Part 3. Hallelujah. God operating not as the father above his children, not as Emmanuel with his subjects, but as the operating software in the elements that believed on him. Hallelujah. And we established also that the reason we're saying take heed of this ministry is because it's so simple. Hallelujah. It is so simple that if you don't take it, you will overlook it. Hallelujah. There, there was a sister one time that came to the prayer line. The sister was on crutches. And Brother Brenham says to the sister, you are healed. Go back home rejoicing. And the sister says to Brother Brenham, Brother Brenham, you do not understand. I've been on crutches for two years now. Hallelujah. Brother Brenham says to the sister, you will probably be for the rest of your life. It was because the sister failed to recognize the move of God in her time. Hallelujah. It was too simple that healing, according to her, was not supposed to come this way. Hallelujah. Maybe somewhere, somehow, we should have had maybe an all-night prayer around my situation. Hallelujah. Or maybe they should have told the saints in Arizona and everywhere that pray with me, the sister is not feeling well. But it cannot be so simple. Hallelujah. And that's how she missed her healing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I pray that the way things are so simple, you do not miss any of them. Hallelujah. Isaiah 59 says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises the standard against the enemy. Yes, Hallelujah. And Psalm 61 verse 2 says, Lord, lift me up to that rock that is higher than I. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So we understand that enemies are not a problem. And the enemy coming in like a flood is also not a problem. Yes, the problem might be your position. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you available to be lifted up? 
when the enemy comes in like a flood. Sometimes we are not available. Hallelujah. We are not available to God to be lifted up in standards. Hallelujah. Psalm 23 says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Hallelujah. And I would like to believe that the more the enemies, the bigger the table. Hallelujah. And the lesser the enemies, the smaller the table. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus Christ in Matthew 5.44, he says, love your enemies. Hallelujah. And it takes the nature of God himself to love an enemy. Hallelujah. You cannot just read it and go practice it. Hallelujah. It takes the nature of God himself. Hallelujah. He says, bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. You know very well that this one hates me. Hallelujah. You are mandated to to do good to these people that hate you. And it says, pray for them which despitefully use you. Hey. People hate to be used. They will tell you so and so is using me. Hallelujah. My Bible tells me that pray for those that despitefully use you. Hallelujah. So I want us to to study how the enemy fights. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And um, you know, one coach was, was speaking the other time saying, I took two years checking how my opponents played to prepare myself for this game today. Mm. Hallelujah. Now that I, I have profiled my enemy, yes. I know what his moves are, I can counteract better. Yes. Hallelujah. Right. So I want us to look at how the enemy fights. Mm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes. Brother Brenham gives this illustrate, in illustration in demonology. And the reason why he taught this was many a time he would pray for somebody for a specific disease. They go home rejoicing, healed. Not too long, they come back with the same disease to be prayed for. Hallelujah. Over a situation, then somebody would be coming again for the same situation. Brother Brenham then started saying, okay, I need to educate these people. Hallelujah. So, I, I want us together, unfortunately, Brother Mutabi is not here today, but I want us to go to a laboratory today, mm. hallelujah, where we are going to dismantle a human being, yes, hallelujah, mm. while trying to profile how the enemy fights. Mm. So, we know that a human body is made of different organs. We call them the parts of the body, yes. Hallelujah. In dismantling a person, let's take a hand this morning in this laboratory, this evening. Mm. Hallelujah. Now we put away the whole body, we examine the hand. And the hand is a bunch of muscles. I'm interested in just one muscle. Mm. Put away the whole bunch. And then when you examine a muscle, it's a buildup of tissues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I need one tissue. Put away the muscle. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And a tissue is a buildup of cells. When you break down a cell, you get to a gem of life. Hallelujah. This gem of life, it's, it's, it's in this form that the Bible says, Levi paid tithes while in the loins of Abraham. Hallelujah. He was in this form. Hallelujah. It took generations to process him. Hallelujah. And then when you break beyond the gem of life, you break into the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. So, many a time, some of us have seen an animal knocked down by a car. After it's been knocked down by a car, it shrinks. Hallelujah. After a couple of days, it swells. Yes, it swells. It grows bigger. But that, that doesn't mean the life of that animal is back. Hallelujah. And after some time, it's shearing for good. Hallelujah. So sometimes people would come to Brother Brenham to be prayed for. Be it a situation of a, of a sickness. Hallelujah. They are prayed for. And the first thing after prayer, they feel good. You know, things are good. It's fine. Hallelujah. But because the life has went off, now the pain starts and the swelling starts. But that doesn't mean the life of that demon has come back. Hallelujah. And that's where people get it wrong. When they see these symptoms, they start doubting the word of God. They start doubting the promise of healing. And you know, faith is as real as doubt is. Hallelujah. It takes doubt to invite the life of that sickness back. Hallelujah. So when people see the symptoms of this sickness, you know, they prayed for me, I was better. But you know, this week, my brother, things are getting worse. It takes doubt to bring the, the life of that demon back. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Brother Brenham was teaching this thing so that even after prayer, when things go worse, keep on rejoicing. Hallelujah. When things go worse, keep on believing in God, knowing that when it starts shrinking, it will shrink for the last time. Hallelujah. So we know that everything and everybody is controlled from somewhere. There is no one idling. Hallelujah. Every event, every condition, every situation is inspired from somewhere. If it's not from heaven, it's from hell. Hallelujah. So every situation around your life has a spirit behind it as well. Hallelujah. A spirit from somewhere. But my Bible teaches me that every knee shall bow. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. And him having made us lesser gods. Your situation also. Blessed be the name of the Lord. One of the good days it will testify that you, you are God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. One time there's a testimony from an enemy. 
or maybe before I get there. You know, I said faith, doubt is as real as faith is. And Brabrenum tells us that the demons are as real as the angels are. And hell is as real as heaven is. And the devil is as real as Jesus Christ is. Hallelujah. And meaning a demon can speak. Hallelujah. And it can hear. And it can see. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So now I want to come to where one time the enemy was testifying. You know, it's so good sometimes to give testimonies. But it's, it's, it's better when the enemy testifies about you. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. One day in the book of Second Kings, we see three kinds of believers in this setting. We see Moses, brother Moses, a believer. And brother Pharaoh, an unbeliever. And brother Janus and Jambres, the make-believers. Hallelujah. Everything that Moses did, they replicated. They could imitate, they could copy. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But things got hot until Janus and Jambres went to Pharaoh, saying, you know what, we tried all that we could, but you know, here is the finger of God. Now it was a testimony from the enemy. Hallelujah. That you know what? We've done everything that we think we could do. But we don't want to bend our fingers further than this. Hallelujah. And one night Nicodemus, the Bible says Nicodemus came by night. And he disguised. Hallelujah. So it was in the dark. And in the dark he disguised. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then when he comes to the Lord Jesus Christ, he says, good master. We know. Hallelujah. We know that you are a teacher sent from God. Now an enemy is testifying about Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, for there is no one who can do whatever you are doing unless they are sent from above. Blessed be the name of the Lord. One day, Nebuchadnezzar, hallelujah, after having thrown uh, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. Hallelujah. He says, the following morning, he says, I see one like unto the Son of Man in the fire. Hallelujah. And I want to ask, where did Nebuchadnezzar ever seen the Son of Man? So it was just by inspiration. I don't believe that Nebuchadnezzar has ever seen a son of man. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And he says, from today going forward, we will only recognize one God. And that will be the God of Shatrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we know that God is never without a witness. In every age, God has a witness. Hallelujah. And what I like about God, God anoints his witnesses himself. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And, uh, all right. 
we once read a quotation in the ministry explained where Brother Brenham said, um, in my ministry, I, I encountered some difficulties. And the biggest problem I had w- was to teach the American people that you do not have to always lay hands on them. But the problem is that they have been taught like that the rest of their lives. Hallelujah. So Brother Brenham was not against the laying of hands, but he was inviting the church higher. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He was not against writing the prayer request, but he was saying there is another dimension in which when you tap in, Hallelujah. Things are done better. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And when he was to pray for the people, he, he gives on test, giving testimonies until he says, you know what? There's something I'm waiting for. It's not like I'm just buying time here. There's something I'm waiting for. You know, right where you are, today we can have 100% healing without any of you coming to the fore. Then he keeps on giving testimonies. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But because people's faith was still too low, then he decides to start praying for the people, discerning others. Hallelujah. And when they reached that mark, blessed be the name of the Lord. He says, wherever you are, throw away those prayer cards. You are healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He just spoke the word. As the word went forth during the preaching of the word, hallelujah. Remember, it will never return void. Hallelujah. It had to accomplish some specific missions. Hallelujah. Which one of them was the healing of the body, healing of the souls. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So he was just inviting us to a higher level of doing things. Blessed be the name of the Lord. John 15 says, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall ask whatsoever. Hallelujah. But before asking, there's a prerequisite. Hallelujah. There's minimum standards. Before you can open your mouth and ask, hallelujah, before you can send forth your word, there are minimum requirements to be met. And the Bible says, if ye abide. Hallelujah. And most of the times we don't want to abide. But we just want to speak the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are given the authority to channel the power of God wherever we want. Hallelujah. Many a time, Brother Brenham uses the word power and authority interchangeably. But he gives a beautiful illustration. And I've seen it one day. I was driving somewhere. And a traffic officer came and he stopped me. And I realized that this man doesn't have the power to stop the car I'm driving. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. I flashed him some lights and asked to proceed. When I proceeded, I saw him mobilizing, calling the others following me. And I realized that I messed with the office, not with the man. And I stopped. Hallelujah. It shows that though the man didn't have the power to stop a moving car, 
but he had authority. Hallelujah. And sometimes things or the devil messes up with you thinking that he's messing up with an individual. Not knowing that he's tempering with the office of God himself. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So the greatest warning is that do not talk without abiding. It starts there. The sons of Sceva. Hallelujah. One day, they realized, they mastered the church protocol. Hallelujah. They've seen that, oh, whenever there's a sick person coming, this is what you say. Hallelujah. And they met a crazy man. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then they, they went on to pray for the man. Hallelujah. But the biggest problem is that they didn't abide. Hallelujah. And if, if you are not registered with God, you are registered somewhere. Hallelujah. I said there's no one idly. If you are not registered in the database of God, you, you are there in the database of the devil. Hallelujah. And when the demons checked the database, hallelujah, it found the sons of Sceva there. And it really beat them up. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So before you talk, make sure you abide. Joel 3.10 says, it's a famous scripture. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hallelujah. This doesn't consider the amount of opposition you have. Are you weak? Yes. But can you talk? Say, I am strong. Because there is an algorithm, hallelujah, that God designed already, that when you speak, your words will not return to you void. Hallelujah. Before it comes back to you, it shall restore strength. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Spiritual algorithms. One day Job was very sick and frail. Dying. And then he says, you know, even if the worms of my body can destroy this body, yet in my eyes I shall see him. Hallelujah. 4,000 years later, Jesus dies on the cross. Hallelujah. And part of what he wanted to achieve was to promote those that were in paradise to the sixth dimension. Remember that before Jesus came, the sacrifice of sin was done by the blood of bulls and goats. Hallelujah. But because that sacrifice of sin was not perfect, when you died during those times, you couldn't go closer to God. Hallelujah. Therefore, they went into paradise. And in paradise, uh, the believers and the unbelievers we're actually in the same place. Hallelujah. The unbelievers on the hot side of things and the believers in the cool side of things. They could talk. Hallelujah. But between them was a chasm of fire. Hallelujah. And that rich man said, send Lazarus back to earth. Hallelujah. Because he thought, because Lazarus was his servant there, he would still serve him here. Hallelujah. And Abraham says, no, it doesn't work like that. 
Hallelujah. It doesn't work like that. There are messengers there. Your people must listen to the messengers there. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And as Jesus came in to promote those that were in paradise, I can see Job saying, you know, one time I said, even if the worms of my body can destroy this body, hallelujah, I spoke the word and said, yet in my eyes I shall see him. And I appreciate the algorithm that he designed, hallelujah, that after I spoke such words, today I'm seeing him with my own eyes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And we, we, we always dramatize it this way that when Jesus got to paradise, testimonies erupted. Mm. Hallelujah. Right. Maybe Abraham might have said, you know, uh, Job, you know I'm, no, I'm your father in the faith. Allow me to speak first. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. When I saw the three balls of light mm. coming down, being tabernacled in the bodies of dust. Mm. Hallelujah. This man came to me and I recognized this one who's specifically here today. Hallelujah. He gave me a promise of a son. Hallelujah. When I was weak, well stricken in age, but because believing in his word and the how part is not mine, I believed his word as it was. And one day I was changed into a young man. Hallelujah. And here is my son here today. Hallelujah, that the Lord God gave me when we were still on earth. Mm. Hallelujah. And maybe Isaac would say, you know what, while we are still there, Mm. blessed be the name of the Lord. One day we went to make a sacrifice. Mm. Hallelujah. And we had the fire, we had the woods. Mm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I asked my father, where is the lamb? And he said, God will provide. And I appreciate that. There was an algorithm that put elements together. Hallelujah. Until a, a ram was standing in front of us. Yes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, Enoch would say, you know, what I had to do was very simple. I just had to abide. I just abode as the scriptures said. Hallelujah. And one day I was just no more. Yes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Remember we said everything in the natural types the spiritual regardless. Hallelujah. There's a beautiful quotation that Brother Mpanyan once read for us. God's provided way of healing. Hallelujah but I will just paraphrase it, 5407-19a. He says, when you receive the inspiration that Jesus died for your sickness, hallelujah, when you receive the word, he says, we can preach the word. We can try to explain the word, but you have to receive the word. When you receive through inspiration, you receive that inspiration that Jesus died for your sickness. He says a mystical channel up yonder opens up with your healing and it comes rolling to come and heal your body. 
Hallelujah. So whenever you are going through any type of a situation, but when you have an inspiration, by inspiration you know that God has died for your situation, and you stay there by faith, a mystical channel up yonder will open up with your solution. It will come rolling down, and it will be dropped right in front of you. And you know, sometimes it, we are living below our privileges. Brabrenum says it's like a little fish in the Atlantic Ocean, drinking water sparingly, thinking, you know what, I must save some for tomorrow. Some for tomorrow. He says that's the mentality we have. And he says, ask big things. Don't be afraid to ask big things. Remember, it's only big to you, ne? It's just big to you. It doesn't mean it's big to God. Hallelujah. He says, ask for big things. And when he says that, he knows that there's an algorithm that when you abide and now you ask for whatever you deem as big, the algorithm on the other side of things will process things until your heart's desire is granted. While on the thought that everything in the natural types, the spiritual, regardless, we know that the church has been has been growing from in from its infancy. Hallelujah! It says what science has achieved in the natural typed something in the spiritual. Hallelujah! When the mode of transport was limited to just the horse and a cut. That's when the church of God was just going through justification phase. Mm. Hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. And then science went a little step higher when they invented an automobile, a car. Hallelujah. That was the same power of a horse, but multiplied many times. Hallelujah. And that's when the church of God was going through sanctification. Hallelujah. And then now, Brabrenum says, uh, when the the Wright brothers uh, introduced a flying machine, that's when now the church of God was moving to Pentecost. Hallelujah. Releasing the power of God. And then he says, now we are living in an astronaut age. Hallelujah. Which, in astronomy, you, you cannot measure that in horsepower. It is measured in nuclear power. Hallelujah. A, a horse is far, 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 far away from nuclear power. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But what does it mean in the spiritual? Hallelujah. And I want to say, it, it looks like every time we are waiting for science to progress and we move higher. Hallelujah. Because when they did something on the natural, it meant something in the spiritual. But it's not like that. I can actually say science is lagging. Hallelujah. Because now when you talk about astronomy, the first astronaut was Elijah. Yes, Hallelujah. Right. With a chariot of fire. Way before 
what's his name, Mr. Glenn. Mr. Glenn, before he introduced astronomy, somebody already had used that mode before. Hallelujah. And Enoch was worse. He was worse. He made matters worse. The man walked to heaven. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we are told that in astronomy, you know a car, you drive it. Uh, an aeroplane, you, even if you put it on autopilot, you still have to check it as the, hallelujah, as the pilot of the flight. Hallelujah. But in astronomy, you don't have to do anything. You sit in that chamber, and it's propelled from, from the earth until you get to the moon. What you do in that chamber, you just sit and relax. Yes. Hallelujah. And Brother, Brother Branham says, that's what's happening in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, it's not your own efforts. What you do, you, by faith, you just sit there and relax. And the Holy Ghost will propel you from one glory to the other, from one level of glory to the other. Hallelujah. And in closing, I'll talk about, you know, Brabrenum says Moses had a problem. And a problem that he had was he wanted too many, that says the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Moses' problem is that he wanted too many, that says the Lord. That's the, brother, that's the prophet there. Already his commission was based on that says the Lord. Hallelujah. One time he comes to the situation. He prophesies. He says, the Egyptians that you see today, you will see them no more. But from there, he goes back into his default settings. He cries. Hallelujah. He says, Lord, what now? What should I do? And Abraham says, God was probably fed up with Moses. He said, you, are, you have already prophesied. Hallelujah. Just believe your prophecy. There's an algorithm that is taking care of everything. You have already spoken the word. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And he opened the Red Sea. They marched through. And when he felt the time was right, he closed it. Hallelujah. So in closing, I want to I want us to look at something. Uh, you know, the world now is talking about fourth industrial revolution. Yeah. We, we, we moved from the first industrial revolution where machines were introduced in plants. Hallelujah. And then in the second revolution, the means of mass production was invented. Hallelujah. The third revolution is the internet of things. Digital world. Hallelujah. But in the fourth, they say it's the advancement of technology to its highest peak. Hallelujah. In the past, you, you would get 300 men digging uh, a channel for pipes for three months. Maybe they are they are doing plumbing in Whitbank. But today they give one man a machine. 
and he, do it, he does it in one week. Hallelujah. They say the problem is it's now killing the jobs we had. You know, recently Standard Bank closed a lot of branches. Hallelujah. 91 were closed, and now we're sitting at, I think, 104 branches closed. Standard Bank says, we don't have the job for these people anymore. Remember, at some point, you had to take your, your supporting documents like this, and you give them to somebody to process, and you open an account. But today, things have changed. People transact from home. While seated at home, Hallelujah. You open accounts. Before you know it, you've already moved money. Hallelujah. And then what does it mean on the spiritual side of things? Remember that we said we are not against the writing of prayer cards. Hallelujah. If your faith is limited to a prayer request, put it down on paper. Bring it. We will lay hands on you. Hallelujah. But... When, when the world is advancing so much, such that technology is going to that high, highest peak, hallelujah. We were recently on 4G, now they invented 5G, they're already busy with 6G, hallelujah. We are told that what you can download for 32 minutes on 4G, on 5G takes 6 seconds. Things are getting very fast, hallelujah. What does it mean on the... Hallelujah, on the, natural, on the supernatural. And then last time we had a sister, we had a character, blessed be the name of the Lord, that was at home praying about the sister had a problem of a kidney. And then while she was at home praying, uh, then she comes with a heart desire to church. Hallelujah. She didn't bring a prayer request. But while she was seated there, Brother Brenham was busy praying for, for the others. The faith of that woman interrupted the service. Hallelujah. Until it, it, took, the, it took Brother Brenham into a vision and he saw the sister while at home praying. And then he says to the sister, Sister, you have prayed for this to happen. Everything that's happening here is a result of your prayer. She was not there in the prayer line, but she came to church with a heart's desire. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm inviting you to a spiritual 6G. Hallelujah. So now she came to church, blessed be the name of the Lord, with a desire in her heart. And then she, Brother Brenham says, your kidney is healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then he says, now that the spirit of the Lord is on you, the sister that's sitting next to you, yes, hallelujah, uh, yes. has a heart problem. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Pray for one another. Mm-hmm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't stop there. He says, the sister that is sitting behind you has a headache. Mm-hmm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Sister, you are also healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. A sister coming home, from home with a heart, just a heart's desire in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. When she walked in, her heart's desires were granted. And not only that, but she impacted other people that were sitting with her in church. Hallelujah. 
So I'm saying, your heart's desire is enough. Remember, just a tick box, a tick box is one. Do you abide? Yes or no? You know what I, li- I like about God? He installed within us a diagnostic machine. Hallelujah. It will tell you whether you abide or not. So now I'm, t- I'm talking to those that abide. Do you abide? It's a tick. Now you, you can just walk in church with that heart's desire. And you live with that heart's desire being granted. Hallelujah. And one professor says he was once in, an, in, the, in a brewery industry. He says at some point we were 3,000 in the plant. 3,000 of us in the plant. But due to automation, now that same plant is operated by 30 people. 3,000 minus 30. It's 2,770 jobless. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 970. I felt like Zuma there. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm inviting you to the spiritual 6G. Abide in Christ and all your heart's desires. Hallelujah. Will be granted. That which we, you speak. Hallelujah. From your mouth. There's an algorithm that will put elements together, hallelujah, to bring your word to pass before it returns to you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Shall we stand together on our feet? And as our precious brother, you sing us a worshiping song or whatever song is in your heart. And I'll invite the pastor back to the so go home and generate those heart's desires come back to church they will be granted
tonight. Amen. Spiritual algorithms. Amen. The invisible driving the visible. Amen. Uh, it's very good to see young men rising up and preaching this message organically. Brother Abraham says God will never leave himself without without a witness. Amen. Brother Brennan, in the message is taking signs with Jesus. I won't keep you long. Paragraph 83. It says, then in there, get training in your own groups. Other ministers mean that you see there is a calling in their life for the ministry. Train them young men. Bring them in here to the elder. All of you sat together in ministerial meeting. And there, tip the, teach the deeper things of God. Don't go on the bad end. Keep someone who you can have confidence in to be of a kind of a leader for you. Then sometimes, if you don't see it just exactly the way he does, goes, that's all right. You are in the faith anyhow. Just move along. Maybe when we come together, then all of us together will pray the discernment of God come down and he will give it just exactly what it is. You see, let us know just how to do it. And in there, churches can go here, training up a group of men. If I'm in the evangelistic work somewhere, there is a place I can place them worldwide. Hallelujah. Brother Bram says we have to train the young men. Amen. Brother Chitsindi, I loved him. The other side, he says, if you are a VC engine and you raise young men, allow them to be a V8. You don't become jealous when they become V8 and you are V6. Amen. A round of applause for the message tonight. Amen. Let's just say, I love him. I love him. It was absolutely beautiful. My advice to ministers is when you're a minister, you don't read to preach. You read even when you are not going to preach. Amen. Hallelujah. If you read to preach, you are not a minister. Amen. Even when there is no pulpit in your room, you are praying. So God, here is a message. Maybe the pastor will be inspired to say, I need to share it with the believers, but this is what I'm consuming in my corner. Amen. Are we together? Even as I, as a pastor, I don't read to preach. There is times where I read to preach, but there are times when I read for my consumption. Are you still with me? And when you are a minister, another minister is ministering, you take off your ministering head. You are not a minister. 
Amen. When he is preaching, don't preach in your head. It's a wrong, it's a wrong spirit. Amen. I've seen the other time oh, when we move around in conferences, you sit with the pastors. A pastor is preaching there. Ministers are not even saying amen because they are wondering, am I going to preach better after he has preached? It's a competitive spirit. Amen. When somebody preaches when you are a minister, you know what it is like to come against Satan. You say, go on, my brother. Go on, my brother. Are you still with me? God bless you richly. I love him, brother. My buddy, good to see you. Sister Becky and Mashaonolo, good to see you. You are welcome. Amen. Give us a, a, I love him. I love him. Just bear, bear with us for starting late. But uh, amen. Brother Mabadi Ming will come and wrap up in prayer for us. And purchase. Christ, we thank you for the ministry in the evening time. Yes. We thank you for the prophet messenger in the evening time. Yes. For he has taught us these things. Yes. We are not blind as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a church of the end time. Mm. We are not blind as, as, a, as a church in the evening time. Mm. We are thankful, oh God. Yes. We are thankful for the healing. We are thankful for the weight. The word did not come in letter only, Mm. but it came in the manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Obsidious God, for the ministers this evening time who are preaching the message without fear, who are preaching the the message and manifesting the power of the word as well. Mm. We thank you, Obsidious God, for for the church, for the little group here gathered under this roof. Yes. And the pastor, O precious God, may you bless them, O precious God. May you provide for them in the, in the manner of the word, O precious God. Oh, may, may you be with them. May you answer the prayers, O precious God. If there's anyone this evening who is sick, whether in the spirit, 
Oh, precious God, whether in the body, may you touch them, may you heal them, oh, precious God. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. I think Brother Masuma should have known that the laboratory man is in the building. Amen. This is the laboratory man. Amen. Now, just give us a song, and then till we see you on Sunday, Brother Andre, and Philip Andre was just held up. Don't be surprised if you don't see him tonight. He had to go and visit the dentist. Amen. And Sister Lindo, exactly as well, had to go and visit uh, the dentist. Amen. I don't know whether it's the, the is it sugar. You call it what? Sugar tooth or tooth? Sweet tooth. Amen. Maybe it is the sweet tooth. Amen. The more you eat the sweets, then you must visit the dentist. <laughs> Give us a song, and then we'll see you halalela, and then we'll see you on Sunday. God bless you richly. Amen. Wa Ah, la, la, la.